This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. Episodes discuss emotional, physical, and sexual violence. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to Dark Dynasties. This is a podcast where we focus on different rich and powerful families who have ultimately exposed themselves to be corrupt, messed up, and, well, you know, very dark. We're still talking about the Hammer family. Last time, we talked mostly about Army Hammer's great-grandfather, Armand Hammer. Today, we're going to get into Armand's twisted relationship with his son, Julian. Julian is also the father of Casey Hammer, Army's aunt. And we remember Casey Hammer because she came out against her family and yes. said, I'm going to be exposing mm-hmm. the secrets of the Hammer family. She mm-hmm. wrote a book about it. She wrote a book. She was in House of Hammer doing interviews. She is... Very cool. Very badass. Um, very impressed by her ability to come out and try to stop all all of the, the fuckery. So if you want to follow along, make sure you watch House of Hammer on Discovery+. Plus. We'll probably be going over stuff from episodes two and three today. I'm Olivia. I'm Sid. And welcome back to Dark Dynasties. Last time, we mostly talked about Army Hammer's great-grandfather, Armand Hammer. Today, we're going to get into Armand's twisted relationship with his son, Julian. Julian is also the grandfather of Army Hammer and the father of Michael and Casey Hammer. Casey Hammer is Army's aunt. And we know about Casey Hammer because in House of Hammer on Discovery+, Plus, which please watch and follow along. This podcast is mostly based off of that docuseries. 
Casey Hammer, she wrote a book about her family's uh, corrupt nature. She comes out to expose the secrets of the Hammer family. And it's pretty risky because— She's incredible, and she's going up against very scary, powerful people. So yeah. long live Casey Hammer. She's incredible. We love her. So let's focus on Julian for a her second. father. Casey's father, Armand Hammer, the oil tycoon's son. Julian. Julian. So Armand didn't want Julian to be his son. That's a bad start. It's true. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's not a good start for a father-son relationship. No, it's really not. Armand wanted to prove that he was, you know, completely in alliance with America and not at all with Russia. For some background on that, Armand's father, Julius, was one of the founders of communism in the U.S. Yes, uh, the American Communist Party. And, uh, of course, Armand Hammer was actually named after the Armand Hammer in, in communism. Yeah. Um, Armand, he didn't want to have a son in Russia to link him with Russia. <laughs> no, he has this wife, Olga, back in Russia. He has a son there. His name is Julian. And he's like, no, no, no. I'm totally American. I'm totally in line with all of the American beliefs. He's like, I've never met that son. I don't like that son. I don't want that son. He asks for a paternity test. Yeah, to prove it's not his son. Um, you know, Julian grew up being absolutely loved and treasured for who he was. Oh, yeah. That just sounds like a perfect childhood. <laughs> um, but, you know, the good news is, even though that's all kind of sad, we don't actually have to feel bad for Julian at all because no. he is a horrible dude. Yeah. Let's flash forward yeah. uh, some years. Uh, Julian is now married. Yeah. Uh, that woman is pregnant. And Julian does what any person does, which is he shoots a person in cold blood. Yeah. Julian Hammer was at his own birthday party at his own house. And, and yeah. he got into a fight with his friend. His friend at the party came up to him and was like, oh, by the way, you gamble all the time and you owe me 400 bucks." Now, for this guy who's the son of an oil tycoon, yeah. $400 is just not that much money. I'm going to say $400 is something you could drop on the ground and forget if you were that guy. Yeah. But instead, Julian Hammer is like, no, I'm not going to give that to instead you. Instead of even just being like, no. They get into a fight. And he grabs a gun and he shoots him twice. Julian loves guns. He loves drugs, alcohol. These are his things he loves so much. So he murders his friend. Mm -hmm. And in the classic Hammer tradition, yeah. he takes no accountability for it. He gets arrested. Yep. And his father, Armand, the billionaire tycoon. You know, his son is in jail for killing a man. And so out of the goodness of Armand's heart. No, 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 no. It's to protect his own oh, reputation. Right, right. I forgot. I forgot. And to yeah. protect the reputation of the Hammer family. Right, 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 Armand right. pays out $50,000 to sweep the whole thing under the rug. And the charges disappear. And I'm just going to do a little bit of math, but I would say that $400 is less than $50,000. I would call that less than $50,000. So, you know, Julian does the whole murdering his friend thing. He gets away with it because of daddy. And then his and then daddy is like, his, well, uh, what are you going to do for work? You can't just kill people. <laughs> yeah. Instead, you could do something much more wholesome mm -hmm. and spy on people for me. Who needs that position? That's a crazy job title. Imagine I am my seeing, father's personal spy. Imagine seeing on LinkedIn like a, <laughs> a job posting for daddy's personal spy. Oh my god. <laughs> that is just not something I'd ever apply for. Yeah, no. So so uh, you know, Julian's doing the respectable job of being daddy's little spy. <laughs> and what this means is, you know, Armand he he loves recording conversations like we men mentioned yeah, yeah, yeah. earlier. He, he loves, loves recording people and then bribing them and then recording them and then showing them the recordings of them being bribed and blackmailed. Yeah, them. because if he offers someone a bribe mm -hmm. on a tape recording, yeah. then he has dirt on them forever. Yeah. So basically, Julian joins the family business, and he becomes the go-to guy for bugging and taping everybody. And 
has basically all of Armin's secrets now. Which is which is a crazy thing to hire your son who you've you openly hate. Yeah. Like like I would I don't know. I would think twice about that. But at the same time, I'm kind of glad he didn't because it ended up uh, interesting. Anyway, this is all Julian's kind of pre-having kids or, like, earlier adult life. Yeah, this is kind of just, like, who he is as a guy. So Julian is also a uh, uh, an abuser. Yes, and uh, even worse, combined with that, a, a father. And a husband. And a husband. So uh, Casey writes about in her book and talks about on House of Hammer. How, yeah, her father was just super abusive. She remembers seeing her mother being beaten. Mm -hmm. She remembers thinking like, oh, is that like not necessarily normal for my mom to have blood on her, for me to be like covering my ears so I don't hear the sounds of my mom being beaten. Really, really dark stuff. Really bad. And and, and the mom would take the kids to a motel when the dad would get too drunk and abusive. And it just is even more awful because even though the mom wanted to leave Julian, she, she like couldn't for a long time. Armand, Julian's father, said, you know, if you leave Julian, I will destroy you. Yeah, which is Armin's answer to everything. He loves to destroy people who don't deserve it. Yeah, so, you know, Armand had all of his lawyers, all of everything, mm-hmm. all of his money and lawyers are going to protect his son, who yeah. is pretty just evil to people. Just an evil dude. So it, it's just kind of like a cycle of abuse. It continues. Uh, it's just terrible. Yeah, and so Julian, you know, spends a long time tormenting his family, and then eventually uh, his wife does divorce him. Yeah, his wife leaves eventually, which is, like, wildly brave. It's incredible of her. And uh, and the, the thing, of course, that's horrible is that Armin kept his promise. He just ruined her in court. He had the most lawyers of just, like, just like the craziest lawyers for, for Julian. Yeah. And she, uh, you know, eventually leaves and she has Casey with her. Mm-hmm. And Michael, uh, Casey's brother, Armie's father. Yeah stays with um, the father, Julian. Yeah, and I remember Casey says in the docuseries that her mother's biggest regret was letting Michael stay yeah. with Julian. Because Julian's a bad influence. Oh, boy. Um, yeah. Like, Casey remembers visiting her father after the divorce. Yeah, and, and the, the worst part is, too, like, after the divorce, her father decided that he was, like, the Hugh Hefner of the Pacific Palisades. Yeah, and basically what he means by that is yeah. he's going to wear a robe and have a bunch of young women in, in his house and a bunch of drugs and... Weird comb over, weird robe, un- underage girls, yeah. uh, drugs and guns, you know, gambling. Casey remembers finding like photos oh, of yeah. uh, a bunch of you know pretty sexually explicit stuff. Yeah, she's a kid. She she's probably 12. shouldn't find that. No, and and like her dad has all these sixteen, seventeen year old girls around the house that he calls his housekeepers. Yeah, and it's like no, those are actually called children. Minors. Yeah, yep. she explains in the documentary yeah. that she was taught that women are disposable. Mm-hmm. That, like, women are for use, you and, know? And she's, like, 12 years old, and anytime she's visiting her father, she's in this horrible environment, and, and her older brother is, you know, mimicking her father. And he's yeah. basically, like, you know, chalking it up as, like, no, I'm just, like, a, I'm a party guy. I'm yeah, the life like, of the party. I'm a playboy. I love to party. I'm a the party. Unless, even though it's, like, you're pulling out guns, you have underage girls here, like, yeah. this is not being the life of the party. Yeah, so, you know, in case 
any one of, of you guys out there listening to this uh, sees themselves or aspires to be the, the life, life of, of the, the party. party. We're going to just do a quick segment to clarify. This segment is called Life, life of, of the, the party, party or, or Unmistakable Threat, threat to All Mankind. mankind. So we'll just give a couple of examples mm-hmm. and uh, kind of try to uh, guess. Yeah, we'll say, like, w- if you do this thing at a party, does that make you, like, the absolute king of parties or, like, an absolute fucking danger to any man, woman, or child in a 100-foot radius? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So, okay, here you go, Olivia. Okay. Are yeah. you ready? Yeah, no, this is going to be hard. Okay. Mm-hmm. If this describes right. you, okay, right. Right. bringing some incredible homemade guac to game night, are you Ooh. a life of the party or are you an unmistakable threat to all mankind? Okay, I'm going to say life of the party. Ding, ding, ding. Oh, my God. Okay, great. That's correct. Great. Okay, yeah, great. Yeah. Well, this is easier than yeah, I thought. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about, uh, oh, oh, renting out an entire club for your birthday. Oh, life of the party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, great. Yeah, okay. if you're just hanging out at a club. That's so fun. That is you're totally the absolute life of the party. Everyone on board with that mm-hmm. is fine with mm-hmm. it. Okay, here's one. Getting drunk in Vegas, mm-hmm. staying up three days in a row, blowing all your money in one night of poker. Ooh, um, I would say you're probably tired and maybe now poor, but uh, definitely the life of the party. Yes, you yes. would be the life of the party. Okay. You're definitely tired. You might be poor now. Yeah, you, I would suggest maybe not doing that, yeah. but you're the life of the you're party. You're still the life of the party. Okay, <clears throat> how about this one? Mm-hmm. Bringing minors, Already in, a no. including your own 12-year-old daughter, nope. to a room filled with bowls of cocaine, no, thank loaded you. guns everywhere, uh-uh. and sexually aggressive old men. That's a threat. So that you can get fucked up out of your mind nope. and act out your most debauched sexual fantasies. Oh, God, no. Abusing your power and controlling no. young women to nope. make up for the fact that nope. your dad tried to disown yeah, you. Yeah, no, 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 no. That's not even that's not even slightly a fun game. That is a threat to all mankind. That's the correct answer. Yeah, that's Okay, a cool. Threat. So uh, just all you out there, um, I hope we know the difference now. This has been Life of, of the, the Party or Unmistakable Threat to, to All mankind. mankind. You're welcome. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One of the people who had to witness all of this partying slash being an unmistakable threat to all mankind was Kathy Bull. Oh, my God, Kathy Bull. Kathy Bull was a 28-year-old housekeeper, an actual housekeeper. Yeah, so he had his quote-unquote housekeepers who were just children uh, that I hope are okay now. Now. Yeah, just underage women who yeah. he would surround himself with who shouldn't who have would, been there. They would just, like, make out and stuff. And he just, he, oh, God, There's terrible. Some dark photos that Casey found. It gets really, it's really bad. bad. You should watch House of Hammer. It's yeah, pretty rough. it's really bad. So... Kathy Bull was uh, Julian's actual housekeeper. She was there. Uh, she she had a child of her own, mm-hmm. and she was married. And yeah, he and con- he, he was like, you should you know you should live uh, on my property. You can bring your kid. Um, I have these parties where I gamble for like six days straight and like shoot at the wall. He convinces her to eventually leave her husband, and they enter a romantic relationship. Yep, they it took it took him like six months and then she's just like I have no husband and they're engaged yeah so Kathy Bowles and Julian are engaged she is in this very difficult position and Julian now this is a shocker Julian starts acting really shitty and possessive towards her no way this guy this guy who murdered someone and is terrible one uh, instance she explains in House of Hammer very very interesting really interesting is that you know she was like we hadn't been on a date in a while I wanted to go out so he, they so he gets as one would mm-hmm. hammered. Yeah. Oh boy. And Don't they you like that. Yeah. And they <laughs> and they go out. They uh, go to some like club. And halfway through, she realizes Julian he's, he's kind of flirting with all these guys. And she's like, what? She's like, wait, what? Like, I, I don't understand. Like, why are you flirting with all these guys? You should be flirting with me. Yeah, I'm right here. This is our date night. She realizes mm-hmm. that they're at a gay club mm-hmm. and that he is like really going for it. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to leave. No, um, he he wants to flirt with these guys more, yeah. and she basically gets jealous. Yeah. Uh, you know, as one would if you're engaged. If your significant engaged. other is flirting with anyone. Yeah, you're, you're engaged, and I'm yeah. sure she was like, wait, what the heck? Yeah. So she leaves, and she puts her thumb out, and she's trying to hitchhike home. Yeah, do not hitchhike. That's just oh, a, yeah. this a is PSA. Not, do not hitchhike. This is not an endorsement for hitchhiking, but they didn't have Uber. Yeah. So this guy, uh, who's like 19 or something. Yeah, a 19-year-old old boy like picks her up picks her up and drives her back to Julian's house yeah so Julian races home when uh-huh. he sees that this is happening yeah. and he gets home right as the uh, as his uh, as fiance Gary. Yeah. and Gary are pulling up to the property mm-hmm. And as he has always done with all of his problems— He loves to bring out a gun. He pulls out a gun. Julian threatens Gary with this gun. Yeah. And the cops are called. Yeah. um, Because that's what happens. When you threaten people with guns all the time. And Julian gets put in jail again. 
as the cops are coming, Julian literally shoots the gun, mm-hmm. and it, like, goes into the ceiling or something. Mm-hmm. And Kathy Bowles, like, 10-month-old kid was there. Yeah, in, in the, the room. room. And she was so afraid. She was like, it could have ricocheted off yeah. or something and killed her son. Yeah, her baby. So that made her decide, like, ooh, I am definitely leaving now. But in typical Julian fashion, uh, he's uh, arrested and then released with a, an $1,000 bail. That's way cheaper than his last bail. <sighs> it's really cheap, and obviously he leaves because $1,000 is nothing. To them. So once again, Julian learning that lesson, like if if your dad has the money to make something go away, you kind of don't have to ever be held accountable for anything you ever do, and you can be just like a big piece of shit. Yeah, it's pretty wild. So, you know, this keeps happening and, and Julian remains his father's least favorite family member. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of the assets from the family are given to Michael. Julian's son. When Armin dies. One more interesting thing about Julian and his son Michael mm-hmm. is that during a party that Casey was at when she was a kid, mm-hmm. she saw her father and brother scream fighting, arguing, trying to, like, kill each other and threatening to kill each other because Julian asked Michael, like, how much, if I gave you a million dollars, could I buy your girlfriend? Oh, my God. Which is, first off, a crazy ask. You can't buy people. Um, You shouldn't be able to anywhere on this whole wide earth. No, you can't do that. Uh, and, um, and so, you know, they got in a huge fight. The cops pulled them off each other. The cops let them both drive home drunk. Ugh. Um, and, of course... Michael's girlfriend left with Julian. And then lived in his house for, for eight, eight months. months. To, like, calm down the situation. It's like, to, you have to live at your boyfriend's father, who is now your boyfriend's place, for eight months to just calm everything down. Like, that's crazy. I just can't believe the power this guy had. Oh, yeah, it's so fucked up. The amount of power to be able to buy a person mm-hmm. is just shocking. There's really only one good thing Julian ever did, period, but it's not even that good. It's just spiteful. As we mentioned earlier, yeah. Julian had all the dirt on Armand because he was his little spy. He was hired to be daddy's personal spy. And so uh, Julian, besides, you know, partying and stuff, had all of this info, and his father dies, and in the will, Julian's left with really not that much stuff. Julian is left with $500,000, and his son gets the entire estate. $40 million. And the Rolls Royce. And the Rolls, and the Rolls Royce. Royce. Ooh. And that's, uh, Julian apparently was like, wait, you get the Rolls Royce? Yeah, he's like ignoring the $40 million part, being like, I want the Rolls Royce. So stupid. <laughs> but the thing is that, you know, Julian obviously is like, wait a second, why did I only get $500,000? Yeah. And my father was supposed to be a billionaire. Yeah. I now hate my father with everything in me even more than I did before. Yeah. Yep. And I'm going to be uh, vicious to this uh, man's memory. Yeah, so he literally, uh, you know, he he hits up this reporter, Edward J. Epstein. He's like, listen, here's every file, every recording, every secret fact about Armin Tamer and spread it. And so now this family is kind of falling apart in the public eye. Yeah. Like, we're starting to see this darker underbelly that we didn't see before. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, all the Watergate stuff comes out. All of You know, like, just every single thing, him bribing presidents and stuff, like, everything is out now, which is so cool. Because then, you know, you can't get away with it. Yeah. Speaking of not being able to get away with stuff, Mm -hmm. this is also um, definitely a way darker part of uh, the episode, but um, just wanted to give, like, a light trigger warning and just talk about how Casey is so incredible and brave for 
coming out and actually saying out loud all the things her dad did to her yeah. because it's just got to be the hardest, most traumatic thing in the world. And the fact that she is doing it for the reason of trying to stop the cycle of abuse and not being quiet about abuse. Yeah. And that is just incredible. But Yeah, I mean, besides yeah. the the obvious stuff of, like, the physical abuse that happened in her family, yeah. I mean, there's even a story about her being at a party and Julian yep. tells her to hold a phone book near her face and he shoots it. He shoots the phone book as she's holding it near her face and then, Like you know, a fun game. Yeah, like a game with all his drunk friends who all have guns. Or, you know, he would wake her up in the middle of the night with foaming a— Foaming at the mouth. Foaming at the mouth From meth. He was on meth. And with a gun to her head mm-hmm. and being like, you need to open your eyes to show me if you're possessed. Yeah. If you're possessed, I'm going to shoot you. It's the scariest thing. Yeah. And, you know, and besides all this, obviously, like a—, a Trigger warning to anyone who's uh, faced sexual abuse or if that bothers you. The episode of uh, House of Hammer kind of ends with finding out that Julian possibly sexually abused maybe both of his kids, definitely Casey, which is just, I mean, another example of like, okay, well, this cycle of abuse continues. So this basically concludes... Uh, our episode where we're talking about Julian, but it continues. Yeah. Julian had a son, Casey's brother Michael, Army Hammer's dad. What's up with that guy? And let me tell you, it's not good. None of it's good. The track record on this family is pretty bad, if you couldn't tell by now. It's a zero out of ten for me. So uh, keep listening. Keep watching House of Hammer on Discovery Plus because uh, this is where we're getting our info. It's a pretty good show. It's hard to stop watching. It's crazy, and it's, it's... Amazing to see people having to be held accountable, even after they've passed away. Yeah, so we'll see you on the next episode. Uh, I've been Sid. I've been Olivia. And thank you for listening. This has been Dark Dynasties. Dark Dynasties.